all-American half pound. Pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato. Singles. Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. And I am Adrian Madoc. We're in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zeb Records. But we're record collectors and passionate, especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And this is episode 063. Yes, and we've got a good one for you today. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a, a, a great single, a great band, a great album. Yes, tell them about it. It is Supergrass, and uh, we're going to look at the single Grace from the album Loop. Yes, Life on Other Planets, right, right. it's called. It was uh, released uh, in the ninth, in, in the 2000, early aughts, right? Yeah, 2002, I'm sorry, uh, 2002. Uh, again, we have to shout out to our friend and confidant Chuck Mims at yeah, Verizon. This, is a, this, is this a was Chuck. one of his recommendations, yes. A Chuck special. Oh wow! Yeah, and mm-hmm. and and how this has enriched my <laughs> life. I have uh, played. I, well, in the old days, it would have been playing the grooves off. I've uh, right. annoyed the the O's and ones on mm-hmm. the CD. We're going to talk about the single quite a bit, but this is one of those episodes where we're going to recommend pretty much the whole record life on other planets it's just a great record it's just yeah crazy. and it's of a piece and yes. even though we've got mm-hmm. a single that that's pretty good mm-hmm. it's standing alone on its mm-hmm. own it's even more perfect right. within the, the nest of the album so uh supergrass is an english band they're um, from the oxford area and uh, the main guy in the band is called gaz as as you would be if you were british gaz coombs and Mick Quinn on the bass and Danny Goffey on drums and Gaz's brother Rob became an official member of the band on this record. This is their fourth record. So this is one of those nineties British bands with yes. brothers, right? Right, right. It's it's definitely considered Brit in the Brit pop uh era. Blur uh, and Blur, Oasis. Oasis, and- yes. Uh, so let's talk about Britpop a little bit. Okay, let's talk about it. So when I hear Oasis, which is supposedly the the greatest band of Britpop, um, first of all, except I lo- for those who uh, think Blur is the greatest right, band, right? right. right. I, that I love the brothers. Cult. I love the brothers, the the Gallagher brothers. I mean, the the, the fighting makes the um, the Davies brothers from the Kinks look like pikers, you know. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know if there was knife play, but there was everything but right. I mean, I, I feel like there were. Um, Oasis was an interesting band, and they had some good songs, but it was so transparently, clearly, B 
Beatles. <laughs> I mean, they weren't even trying to hide it, you know? Um, the, I don't see what the big deal was. It's like, why don't you just go back and listen to Sgt. Pepper? Or, or, oh, so uh, or, we're, the, the mail's going to be coming in now. Uh, yes. So let's, this is not a podcast about trashing Oasis. This is about extolling the virtues of the beautiful, beautiful single Grace by yes. mm-hmm. Supergrass, right? Right. Do you have any opinion on Blur? Um, they they seem. Uh, well, here's my opinion on the whole Brit pop thing, which right. is I kind of missed it. Right, um, right. You know, it was, it was. I was busy doing other things during <laughs> the '90s, and it seemed pretty dense on this side of of the ocean to try to keep up with the minutia. Yes, mm-hmm. um, there was an awful lot. I, I mean, I was comparing it earlier to like the English Premier League. Yeah. I mean, there, the, the, there's the fandom. Very British. The fandom is so intense, mm-hmm. and uh, the details are so Byzantine, mm-hmm. and the allegiances are so deep and um, you know it just there, there wasn't an easy entry point right. for me you gotta have your club that you support yeah yeah and sort of you know like as an interested bystander there really didn't seem right. like a mm-hmm. good entry point for me to come in and, and sort of mm-hmm. uh, walk in and see what that was right. I, you know I, I watch an awful lot of BBC America or at least Very I used to so. yes. when they you know they used to do Top of the Pops mm-hmm. and um, you could catch Jewel's show so right. you would see some some of these bands and you're like that's really interesting that's something mm-hmm. I want to learn more about right. but it was before um, you know, free and easy legal streaming. So <laughs> yes. I mean, it it just sort of passed me by. So I was uh-huh. really just gobsmacked to hear this album. Right. So to go back to Supergrass, their yes. first record, I should Coco. They they kind of had the 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 good fortune of having a massive single and kind of being branded by it. They had that song all right. You know, what you hear in we every all ad. Young. Yes. See your friends, see the sights. It's yeah, all right. 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 So, you know, it's, it's a great little song. But that I think that kind of stuck with them. Yeah. And they, they couldn't get a, out from under that, yeah. is, is my impression. I haven't really read that, but. Uh, tragic, tragic success. Yes. So, uh, this is their fourth record, uh, Life on Other Planets. Um, the thing I like about it, if you, if you put it in the Britpop pantheon, uh, Gaz has got this serious T-Rex thing going on. I mean, he he sounds he can sing just like Mark Bolin, and he plays guitar like him. And they do some stuff on this at the end, which is very Pink Floydy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not just the um, yeah, it's you know, not the Beatles. This is the nineties exactly. version of the Beatles. Right, right. So uh, th- that's very interesting. And this band has got the worst case of ADD on re- in recording I think I've ever heard. They just throw everything in all the tracks. There's crazy synth solos, yeah. gurgling things, uh, farm animal sounds, coughing. Um, all it's a of a real sudden, treasure hunt. Yeah, all, it's of, a, an all of a sudden there'll be there'll be you know four part harmonies will just appear and disappear. It's great. I mean, it's it's it just it, it's a treat. Yes, it's a real it treat. Really it's is. it's it's a tiramisu for mm-hmm. the ears. I mean, it's rich. It's mm-hmm. thick. It's delicious. <laughs> it's almost too much. Yes. So let's start off and play the song uh, Grace. Oh yeah, and the, then we'll the tell single. you a little bit we'll about tell you Grace. A little bit about Grace. So here we go from 2002, Life on Other Planets, uh, Supergrass, and their wonderful single, Grace. 
tell you who grace was yes. and grace is grace is grace differed <laughs> um and uh the constant listener will know uh that that different name because that's uh, the daughter of Chris Difford of Squeeze, the yes. lyricist, known mainly as the lyricist of Squeeze, and Chris had a studio out back, and um, I, they they did the Supergrass did some early demos there, right. working on this album, and the story goes, and and please don't confuse me with facts because it's such a beautiful story, mm-hmm. is that um, Difford's children would show up at the studio studio um to, to visit there was right. sort of like one of the regular beats that they would have yeah. is come by and see what the dudes were doing the kids would just hang out in yeah. the studio and yeah. um and grace uh, she was uh, always had like a lunchbox full of treasures and money so that's where you get the the, the lyric about um save your money for the save children your money for the children mm-hmm. and that the song grew out of you know just jamming in preparation for for loop right um you know it just sort of came together as they enjoyed the children mm-hmm. and and you know that the lyrics presented themselves and grace is now a successful photographer <laughs> uh, grown up you know, 2002 right. is evidently a little longer ago than i would like to uh, yeah than we'd, we'd care yeah, to think and, about and this was in preparation for that so <laughs> Well, you know, that's this is uh, the children of, of those who are in sort of our our singles going mm-hmm. steady pantheon. Exactly. So we're, we're, the the cycle continues to to turn, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's another interesting connection in that of uh, you know the parent and the child. We talked about Christopher mm-hmm. um, in his. Um, 
biography. Right. Um, in the um, If I Didn't Love You, I think that might, we keep saying it's 005. It might really be 004. <laughs> I think They're it's 004. 005. I think it's yeah. 00 something. I think it's 004. The Tiny Collector's Edition. The Tiny Collector's Edition of Squeeze Single. Mm-hmm. But um, sort of like Chris's years in the wilderness, one of the things he did was act as the personal assistant, personal manager for Brian, Brian Ferry. Ferry. From and, Roxy Music. Yeah, and that was, you know, he's got some stories about sort of the... Um, craziness. The craziness <laughs> and the subjugation that yes. was involved there. Um, and Grace Difford had a, a stint as a personal assistant as well, but it was from Nicole for Nicole Serzinger, however you say that. The the woman from um, Pussycat Dolls. Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> so like father, like daughter. Yes, you know, you got creativity, but uh, you also have to to, to uh, yeah. Earn those pounds. The other thing about this single, uh, it's a fantastic single. There is a just a, a charming video. Oh yes, and uh, we we'll will, link we that. will link to that, and it, it shows the band playing in the, their rehearsal area, and the little girl looking at them, and and she has a little uh, controller, and she starts to mix the record uh, the way she wants to hear it, and she mixes it in a psychedelic way, and. They're, they're up in a plane, and it's just so cute. Yes, it, it's, it really it's adorable. Yeah. It's funny because the, you know mm-hmm. the, this band has some some real hard edges, but yes. it's a real a softy of a yes. single. Yes, yeah, but, you it know, really but it's is. not it's not a it's not a wimpy single. It's not mm-hmm. it's not cloying or or mm-hmm. uh, annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to talk about a couple of the other songs on this because we can't not talk about them. They're right in our wheelhouse, right? And, and you know, we it was we sort of um, uh, reverse engineered our way into this <laughs> single because it was like this album is great. We need to right. talk about this album. <laughs> is there a single? <laughs> and the single that you have of Grace is actually on pink oh, vinyl. It's, it's a very cool, beautiful yes. object. It's, it's the British one on Parlophone Records. Yes, yeah, with the, the little sir, you know with the single spindle instead mm-hmm. of the big fat it's, forty-five. It's yeah, for a, for a single geek, it's it's the, the real deal. Beautiful um, mm-hmm. sleeve yep. with uh, f- uh, black and white mm-hmm. photography. Right, it's just something high contrast. Else. So they do a, they do a song on this record called "It Is the Evening of the Day," which starts <laughs> yeah. off obviously like a kink song, but it has a chorus that references Spinal Tap. Yes, uh, the Spinal Tap song "All the Way Home" when the two guys. Uh, uh, um, David St. Hubbins and Nigel Tufnell. Nigel Tufnell are talking about their days in Squatney. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, this might be the first song they wrote together. Right, right. right. Yeah, all um, the way home. If she's in the line is if she's not on that three fifteen, I'm going to know what sorrow means. They sing it in the movie. And the guys in Supergrass actually put this to a different song. Right. So they, they plucked a couple lines. I mean, there's some references right. um, uh, that they they have uh, mm-hmm. seeded into the song. Right. But And, you know, it wasn't a fresh reference at that time <laughs> no. either, right? Because this was a, yeah. and the album came out in 2002. And yeah, yeah. You know, Spinal Tap, what, 83, 84? Yeah, it's an I ancient mean, movie. You know, <laughs> so, uh, but it totally grabbed us, of course. And then, then this song, Evening of the Day, and we're going to play you probably from the middle of it till a little bit towards the end it breaks down into a sort of uh um jazz right, freeform jazz, jazz exploration jazz, as, as, per, uh, yeah, as per spinal, spinal tap. tap yes where uh, they talk about uh you know he's so messed up that he uh he doesn't know what he's on about right, right. <laughs> maybe he should go lie down <laughs> oh it, it, I, I, they 
play with their tools in such yes. I mean, it, it's just an exuberant album mm-hmm. where you know, like you say they, they mm-hmm. all the tools are used right. and they're used well it's right. it's there's excess but it's excess mm-hmm. in the service of a great piece of art right. so we're going to play a little bit of this now we won't play the whole thing it's evening of the day and then into the little coda uh which kind of reminds me of uh you know my name look up the number by the right, beatles right <laughs> here's supergrass So there it was. Uh, you could hear them, you know, coughing in the studio, uh, bongo jam. I think there were some animal noises. Right, everything, everything to the service of this great tapestry that they're weaving, and, and all things go in, and yeah. they, you know, happy accidents. Exactly. And the, there's one more thing from this record. Though there are a lot of really good songs on this you record. You will not right? be sorry. Yeah. It's just tremendous. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many mm-hmm. times I've listened to this in the last all the way through, last it, and year. it just yeah. it just kills you. It's it's uh, very highly recommended by both of us. But uh, there's this one song called La Song, 
and we both picked up immediately on the uh, the Stranglers sort of uh, riff on it. Uh, it's got that Stranglers bass sound. Yeah. Um, we just did a podcast on the Stranglers and the Barracuda bass sound and all that, and they were a big influence on us. So we're going to play just, just the intro of this song by Supergrass. It's called La Song from Loop, and here it is. So there we go. Um, Supergrass and La Song. Obviously, you know, like a lot of the Britpop groups like Elastica, we did we did uh, talk about them in the Stranglers podcast. They um, These bands in Britain were as, as influenced by bands like the Stranglers as they were, you know, the Kinks and the and the Beatles really you know they they uh, they they know this they know the sound and they go for it right uh, it's not uh, not a rarity like right, it would be over right, here because right. they were on the charts over there we talked about that in the other podcast so we don't have to really go over that again but um got that JJ bass sound yes <laughs> the Barracuda bass so uh, as we wrap this up recommendation well we got recommendations mm-hmm. and cover which one okay. do you want first cover okay who can you hear covering Grace um, again, I would like to hear um, Mark Boland and T Rex do it. Ooh. You know, just maybe probably a little slowed down, a little more jeepstery, um, you know, a uh, little more out of tune. <laughs> but it would be great. <laughs> the days yeah. before yeah. electronic yeah. tuners. Exactly, exactly. I would love to hear it because, I mean, they definitely have that influence. So I'd like to hear it reflected back on them. What about you? Do you hear someone coming? Yeah, you know, um, in the, the sort of happy accident of of having a a podcast that we just recorded not long ago by Christmas, I yes. really hear Christmas. Yes, <laughs> and you know, uh, even though this is an incredibly lush album, but I think a muscular, mm-hmm. you know, no prisoners trio right. Right. like like Christmas when you've got mm-hmm. the sort of the secret weapon of. of um, the vocals right. of having Liz, Liz's, Liz's vocals. Liz's vocal, yeah. yeah Good hear her singing this for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I'd like to hear that. That would be great, yes. Definitely. So we picked two bands that don't exist anymore right. to do <laughs> covers. So. That's part of the, that's yeah, part of the deal. Know, it's a alive, <laughs> yeah. dead, yep. real, imaginary, imaginary, or even fictional, mm-hmm. right? So um, recommendations. Um, obviously, I'm going to recommend this record. Um, yes. Supergrass, Life on Other Planets, or it's also called Loop, obviously. You really got to get it. Uh, thanks to Chuck Mims for this one. Um, yes, Chuck. It's been on our our uh, our digital turntable 
pretty much nonstop. And mental turntable yes. when it's not on mm-hmm. the actual one. They throw everything in. If there's a button on the console that says don't press this button, they press it. They press it a lot. They do. Uh, <laughs> they, they, and, and you'll be glad for it. Yes, yes. What about you? Do you have any wrecks? Yeah, I, my wreck is going to go to the Halloween side of things. Good, so good. This is the time of the year that we're recording this is strawberry season. Yes. And um, boy, the people do all sorts of you know, the traditional things with, with strawberries, like mm-hmm. you know, baking them in a pie. Strawberry shortcake. Yeah, all mm-hmm. that. But um, strawberries don't need you to mess with them very much. Nope. And you certainly don't need to add sugar to them and things like that. Mm-hmm. Slice them up. Add a little bit of balsamic vinegar, throw mm-hmm. them in the fridge, and you've just let them macerate. Got, let them macerate. Um, can't give them their privacy and let them <laughs> macerate. And um, they're just there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. And um, you can dress them up with you know in traditional ways with things like uh, you know go to Biscuitville and get a biscuit mm-hmm. and you've got shortcake. Yep, or um, ice cream or whipped ice cream. cream, whipped cream, mm-hmm. just by themselves. It's, you can't Other fruit. <laughs> yeah. A spoon is probably yes. the best thing. We to... did that last night. It was just fabulous, yes. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We had mm-hmm. had it with a little bit of like mm-hmm. cheap grocery store lemon, yeah. um, light lemon mm-hmm. ice cream. You wouldn't think that would be very good, but that was just dynamite. Yeah. Good recommendation. The strawberries and super grass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're very much of the same experience. Yes, and it's all same natural. Same pleasure center. <laughs> All right, so this has been uh, Singles Going Steady 063, Supergrass. They're a great single, Grace, and their wonderful record, Life on Other Planets. Um, It's been great talking with you today, and we will see you soon. We will. Happy strawberries. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com. And click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for sharp people. people.